Well, hello. Hello, everyone. They just happened to capture us as we're sitting on the comedy couch. Oh, I didn't see you come in. Well, hello. Well, what are you doing there? Oh, it's you. you. Well, you. You're back. It's the I comedy couch. I was just couch. about to enjoy with Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli and a Diet Coke. That's you right. You just cracked a nice one open. I've got a super big gulp. It is super, and it's big, that? and it's gulpy. I love it. The key to the super big gulp yes. for me is to remember, though, to get the regular size straw, the green straw. Not the red straw, which is extra long. Yeah. Because what happens is, after 40 years of drinking through straws, uh-huh. I know the standard straw length. Right. And your brain, you know that. And just no matter how big the cup is, you know how many inches the straw should extend above the top of the cup. So do you almost put your eye out and stuff? And with, yes, with the jumbo straw, I literally, every time I go to drink, I fucking poke myself in the eye Ouch. or the forehead. Wow. And so I have to remember to get the small straw, which you see, if I push it down, it would go it would almost disappear. inside. Yeah. But you just know that. So that's, I, that's very, very, it's a live and learn. It's a tip. Live and learn. That's good to know. So uh, it's Thursday night, um, sometime in November. And um, we've got lots to catch up on, I suppose. Oh, we, I, there's so much. You, but- must, you, you seem like you have so much. I don't have that much. Well, really? I have a, I just have a post-it because basically I feel like we've been following my sort of romantic shitstorm. Right. Um, and so I feel like there's updates, although none of these updates are actually romantic at all. Right. But, <laughs> but they would fall in the category of... Love life. Yeah, putting stuff in holes. Okay. And... and men behaving really terribly okay good so but there's some different stories but it's like crash they intersect oh shit okay, okay. now i'm gonna just say this is not gonna be like the craigslist bombshell so i okay. don't no one needs to pull over yeah and like no one needs to this. get out a yeah, cigarette yeah. it's not gonna be like that but i have i ran into at the gym a uh handsome fella and we start talking and I'm sitting there thinking, why do I know this guy? Why is this guy so familiar? He looks familiar. There's something about his – the way he talks is familiar. His – whatever. Turns out we figure out what it is. After we've totally flirted and exchanged numbers and it's like on, like mm-hmm. super on, mm-hmm. then I go, oh my god. I know where I know you from. You used to be roommates with someone that I dated like five years ago. All right. And they're not roommates anymore. And the guy was the really handsome Latin guy and with the really, really thick accent. And yes. The crazy. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I saw okay. him last night. Really? Yeah. You saw the person I used to date last night? Yes. Where did you see him? At that event, Pop Goes the oh, okay. World. Well, anyhow. <clears throat> with his new boyfriend. Who is who not his new know. boyfriend. Yeah, they've been years. together almost, yeah, they've been together like yeah. four years and they're totally married and they live together. And, yeah. Okay. So we figure out, oh, that's the connection. Now, I went out with this guy literally five years ago. Right. We went out for. Can we give him a nickname? Thick? Huh? Why don't we just call him Edgar? That's his name. Okay. So well, I, I went out with you Edgar. Were, I thought I, you, whatever. you seemed like you didn't want to say his name. It's not like he's listening to the name. podcast. I know. Um, so I, we went out for like, for like two months. Right. And it was never, you know, we were never in love. We were never boyfriends. We were never, right. like it wasn't, okay. But at the time he was roommates with this, uh, this other guy. Right. So, and I, I met the other guy like twice. We never did anything as a group with the right. roommates. Like it was n- nothing weird. Okay. Okay. Now, all these years later, they're no longer roommates, but they're still, like, best friends. 
cool. I'm still in touch with Edgar over all these years. Right. Um, I've met, I, I've not met the boyfriend, but I know all about the boyfriend. And maybe once a year we go to lunch and catch up and he's really sweet. He's a really good guy and I really yeah. like him and whatever, but there's no romance. Um, he actually got in touch with me about two months ago and I emailed back and was like, I'm just having a really rough year, blah, blah, blah. And he wrote me a really, really nice email and what his version of English is, right. um, you know, telling me to hang on there, stuff like that. You That's know what good, I mean? Just, you know, just hang on if there. If you can hang on for one more day. Yeah. Hang on there. Um, you, you have happiness in your life. I know you deserve, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. The, the way I'm used to people that I date. Right. Exactly. And so, um, so anyway, so Tony and I start seeing one another, okay? This oh, is... I'm sorry. This guy's name is Tony. The roommate's name is Tony. Okay. So we start going up, but he's like, look, we can't tell Edgar because Edgar and I are best friends, and he's going to freak out. And I'm like, well, why? He's married, he, you know? And I'm like, I don't like secrets, but whatever. The sex is really good. Okay. So, so when did this start? This started, I don't know. A month ago, okay, ish, yeah. So he's like this, you know. I see him like once a week. So right. I have the fuck buddy, Tony. You how many? You're putting so many things in so many right. holes. So basically, there's three fuck you're like buddies. That's in there's Minnesota three fuck fats. buddies that kind of I see like once a week. Okay, okay, and um, but he's, you know, this is really good. But the weird thing is, is he's like, but Edgar can never know. And I don't understand why, whatever. So finally, I'm like, look, I'm going to call Edgar because I need to return his call because he left me this really nice message about hang on there. Right. And I'm just going to say I ran into you and I would like to ask you out. And does he have a problem with that? He's not gonna. Right. And he's like, okay. And I go, well, just I want to make sure that we both, you know, we're both saying the same thing here. We haven't slept together. We just ran into each other at the gym. Right. So it's kind of a lie, but whatever. So I call Edgar and go, hey, I ran into your roommate Tony at the gym, your old roommate Tony at the gym, and, and we were talking, and I kind of feel like there's something there, and I'd like to ask him out, but I feel like I should probably call you first and just make sure it's okay, but that's not weird for you, is it? And I did not even finish the sentence, and he was like, you can't do it. No, you can't do that. That's super weird. And I was like, why? And he's like, come on. No, that's so weird. You No, know, no way. Now, I don't know why. I don't know what the deal is. Wow. But Tony knew that's what he was going to say, and I thought he was wrong. So now my quandary is, but I've already been in him multiple times. And now you're telling me I'm not allowed to, like, call him. And I was trying to, like, pretend to be, like, the honest high road person. Right. And now I'm so basically... So do, do you keep it going, or do you... Right. So then he called, I go, well, okay. And he's like, look, I I'm at work or something. I got to go. Let me call you later. And I go, fine. So then he doesn't call for a couple of days and I'm texting him going, how come you never called me back? What's going on? Are you mad? And I finally get a text from him tonight going, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Then he texts and he goes, let's go and have lunch so we can really talk about it. So we had planned to have lunch this coming Monday afternoon because I can sneak away from work on Mondays. Then I get a text last night saying, I'm canceling lunch. There's nothing for us to talk about. We don't need to talk ever again. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is the deal? So he then texts me back tonight and is like, if you don't understand why I'm upset, then there's nothing to talk about. So I text Tony and be like, what's going on? Did you talk to Edgar? And he's like, yeah, I told him that we've been seeing each other. So basically, Tony told Edgar. That you lied to Edgar. Yeah. And revealed me to be the big liar. 
right? That sucks, right? But also, yeah, Edgar didn't did have any that? right. Edgar didn't have any right for me to not want to go out with his former roommate when he and I went out five years ago for like two months, right? He yeah. had no claim. He's married. Right. He can't be like, oh, well, Tony, I really had feelings for you, and it's weird for me to have you date my friend. You're married now. It doesn't matter if you really think I'm the great one who got away. Like, you still don't... I'm not... Right? He doesn't get to just forbid me from ever dating anyone again that he knows, or does he? Does he? Does he have a claim? That's my No, question. I don't think he has a claim, but if he's willing to say, for some reason this hurts me and it bothers me and I don't like it, then that's his then you can either do with it what you will or you can either you don't have to do that or not but if that's how he feels then that's how he feels all right so that's person number one that's so crazy I, and i ran into him last night him and his boyfriend he's really really and his sweet. boyfriend had a jaunty hat on okay. and i know his boyfriend a little bit from before i think it might be covered to bald cover, to cover the bald spot but I, whatever i don't know i don't, know. I don't really know um they look cute. so then okay so then i told you that i had a date last weekend with another salvadoran right I, I mentioned it. Well, because what's the chances of that having two Salvadorans that I go out? Yeah, because there's I don't know. the one Salvadoran f- that broke up with me at Six Flags, right? That then decided he was going to. He's back in the picture. Yeah, he really is apologizing, and he's Mister. Really, really likes me, treats me really nice, and I again with our schedules, I see him about once a week. Right. So, and that's like full on real dates, and it's kind of romantic, and it's nice. Okay. Well, this other Salvadoran. Um, is like, hey, we should go out, so whatever. So we ended up going out last week one time, and then our second date was going to be Saturday night after we did the mismatch game, which was, P.S., a triumph. We had a great mismatch game. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, my friends and I are going to Arena, which is this big dance club here right. in L.A. And I haven't been to a dance club since we went to, remember, Decade? When we would go, and that was seriously like three, four years ago. The thing at Ultra Swing oh, that had yeah, like the yeah, three yeah. different rooms. Yeah. So I haven't been in years dancing. Cherry Pop or whatever. So I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll go. So I fucking meet him there and we dance and I danced all night and it was super fun. And I had a couple drinks because I was driving. And there's like a hip hop room and there's a Spanish music room and there's like the big giant room. And right. it was great. And it was also super romantic. Like we were holding hands and we would like dance on the floor and like kiss on the dance floor, but not make out in that gross, creepy way, but really sort of nice. Right. So everything's really great. Okay, now we had discussed on our first date, basically what we like to do in bed. We hadn't, we haven't slept together. Okay. Right. But basically he knew what I wasn't going to do. Basically what we're going to do is dance. He thought he really, you're going to sing sneaker night. of well, it's, song when you, when that's I'm the way talking you used, about anal. When the way you use basically, it reminded uh, me of sneaker night. So the point is, basically, right? Like I is have fun. a history because I have a giant ass. I have a history of finding guys that really, really want to fuck my ass. Right. And I don't enjoy that. So I'm not, you know, I don't want to get fucked. And so I have to fucking say up front, if this is what this is about, we need to nip this in the bud right now because it, it's not going to happen. And it's yeah. not like I'm dangling some care. Like it's not something you are, it's not going to happen. I don't like it. Whatever. Okay. So he knows it's not going to happen. So the end of the night, he has, he's ridden there with a friend of his. So I'm like, well, I can give you a ride home. And he's like, yeah. And you want to stay over? And I'm like, yeah. So I'm going to fucking take him home, stay over, whatever. Right. Saturday night. So we get home and the, the short version is he's like, we're in bed and we're naked and we're making out. And he's like, okay, you need to sit on my dick. And I'm like, we discussed this. It's not going to happen. And he's like, no, I'm not kidding. You need to sit on this dick. Really oh, I like mean. when he says it this. I love this. I love when it's yeah. 
that language and that I this. go well but remember we talked about this it's not that's not going to happen I'm not we're not going to do that right. so we need to find some other things to do and he goes you know what you have a decision to make cuz you're not 18 or 19 and everybody <laughs> wants you Shit. so you need to just shut up and sit on this dick <laughs> I don't mean to laugh do you fucking believe that I guess. He literally told me I'm not 18 or 19 and everybody wants me and I need to shut up and sit on this dick. And I go, um, yeah, I do have a decision to make. I'm going to put my underwear and drive back home. And so I literally got dressed at like 3.30 in the morning and had to fucking drive back home. P.S. He lives in Downey. Oh, fuck. I know. So I drove all the way back to from fucking Downey. Because this guy's an asshole. So and then you walk through this door. I want you to walk through this door. Yeah. Well. And right. you and then you sat on this couch. Yeah. I sat right down on this couch. Sit on that couch. So then here's what's weird. So then he t- emailed. He texted me the next day. Oh yeah, he's so dead to me. Yeah. He texts me the next day and is like, "Somebody drugged me. I was drugged. Somebody drugged my drink." Oh. And I'm like, "No, I think you're just an asshole." And yeah. there's a difference. Right. So whatever. So he's dead to me. Um, but then I get a text, uh, two days ago saying, I can't believe that you're at arena and you didn't say hi to me. And I know you saw me from this guy named Hugo. Now, Hugo was the guy that I went out with two years ago who I really liked. And he was like, I just want to be fuck buddies. And I was like, no, I don't want to have a fuck buddy. I'm not that guy. Mind you, this was two years ago when I never had a fuck buddy before. Now I've got three. But yeah. whatever, times have changed. You have a stable. So he was like, um, yeah, I just, and I was like, no, I want to go on real dates. And so then he, the, we were doing the mismatch game the weekend of my birthday, two years ago, two Decembers ago. Yeah. And I was supposed to go out with him after the mismatch game one night and he, on the Saturday night. And I think my birthday was the Friday night. Anyway, he calls and, or sends a text and is like, I'm sick. I can't get out of bed. I have to cancel tonight. And I'm like, okay. So after the mismatch game, our friend Tom is like, well, I don't want you to not have anything to do on like your birthday weekend. Let's go to the Abbey and have a drink. We go to the Abbey. We're standing at the bar. We order drinks. And I look, and this guy is two people down the bar from us. Yeah. With another guy clearly on a date. Right. So I text him, "Um, wow, you sure made a speedy recovery. By the way, can you hand me a bar napkin? And he looks over his shoulder and sees me. And then gets his phone out and texts something. I remember and the what text he wrote. said, what did it say? Saw we. Saw we. S O W W Y. And then turns back to his date. Yeah. And like, that's it. Like, it's covered. Texting has made this is, that was early. That would have been exhibit A in so my platform. That was the end of that relationship. Yeah. Because I was like, he's a dick. Dead you. Okay, two years later, I get a text from him. Yeah. Two days ago going, I know you saw me at Arena. I can't believe you didn't say hi. I can. You're and a I'm like, dick. First of all, I didn't see you. So I-, I didn't see you. I was on a date. And he was like, yeah, you were all on some Mexican boy. And, um, and I totally saw you, but I know you saw me. And I was like, no, I didn't see you. And he's, and he's like, well, I've moved. So we should go out. And I'm like, cool. And he's I've like, moved from what? From his old apartment. He's moved to a new from place. From asshole land to right. bearable land? And I'm land? like, sure. Let me know if you want me to come fuck you sometime. And he goes, oh, so you only want me to text you if I want sex? Yes. And I was like, and I wrote back, yes, exactly. 
And he goes, wow, that's mean. I go, no, those are your rules. And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, those are your rules from before. And he goes, well, I was just really in a different place then. I was still hung up on my ex. I wasn't ready to be in a relationship. And I was like, no, that's cool. I actually kind of like the idea. Let's just, you call me when you want sex and that'll be that. And he's like, I can't believe that you're being so mean to me. And I'm like, I'm not being mean. I'm being honest. Right. And he goes, well, I don't like the way you're treating me. And I go, well, I don't like the way you treated me two years ago. And by the way, you were a real dick. And you can't just now pretend like you weren't a dick to me two years ago. Right. So that's kind of the offer. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand why I'm being such a dick to him. He so it's kind to. of like Crash how these stories all kind of intersected. So whatever. So that's whatever. That's kind of where things I are can't at. believe Sawi's back in the picture. Uh, he's not back in the picture at all. Yeah. Well, what what a dick. Did you get another text from another fuck buddy just now? Just now? Um, I just got a text from Tony Edgar's roommate, but right. I just told him, hold on, because he doesn't know that I'm doing a podcast. Oh man. And I can't I simply can't be bothered. I know. So yeah, so whatever. That's some crazy shit. It really, the point is, I, I'm telling all these stories because our listeners have been so great about sending all of these really nice supportive emails saying, go out, have fun, get over Eric, put him behind you. Right. And a, more than one person said there's no better way to get over a man than to get under a different one. That's right. That's sit a really popular stick. saying right about now. No one actually said you need to go and sit on that dick, but um, but that would have been you know yeah. helpful advice. Um, so yeah, so there you go. Wow. Well, that's good that our listeners are all about it. Oh, there actually is one other guy. Oh, okay. Who? Well, this guy um, is super super nice. Treats me really well. He gave me these flowers, these roses that are sitting They're here. They're beautiful. He brought me those last night. Well, he didn't bring them to me. I actually had to go to his house. Why? Because um, he doesn't have a car. That's okay. It's going to be me in about two oh, months. Oh, why doesn't he have a car? Because um, he's 25 and has only been in this country for four years and doesn't even have a driver's license. Now, he did have a driver's license back in Mexico. Okay. But, um, yeah. But he gave you flowers. He Sweet. really likes Mr. Tony. That's good. He should. So, um, I these are my choices. I have the Salvadoran who was an asshole but is trying to make up for it. Okay. I have the 25-year-old who thinks I walk on water. Right. And fucking brings me flowers and is super, super nice but has no car. So I have to go over there. Where's over there? Where he lives, Silver Lake. Okay. I have to, you know, drive over to Silver Lake. Um, And he lives with his brother and his sister. And he and his sister share a bedroom. So And his brother's gay. So... He lives with you know his gay brother and his sister, but they share a bedroom, so we can't like do it at yeah. his place unless like both of the siblings are gone. Like, yeah, that's tough. It's not. It's hardly an equal yeah. relationship. Yeah. But these are. This is really the two that I got because other than that, I've got a couple, three fuck buddies. But uh, what happens? The point if you is, hook up with I a still fuck miss buddy Eric. <laughs> with yeah. through all this. I still yeah. want Eric, even though he's, he's an such asshole. a dick. Though he's he is such, such a, dick. a dick, I'm not even going to no. pretend he's not a huge dick. He is. He really is. He's a, di- a douche, and he doesn't think you're funny. Yeah, well, that's a problem. It's a problem. It is. And you've already tapped it, so I know he's cute and all that, but yeah. 
It's not like you didn't tap it. It's not like you didn't say sit on this dick already. Yeah. Now, should I? This is an embarrassing admission, but I have a hard time having an orgasm unless I'm thinking about him. That's not a bad admission. Even when I'm with these other people. Mm. Wow. I can't. I literally can't masturbate. Yeah. Without thinking about him, even if there's porn on. Yeah. I still have to. It's his face over of, some other person's porn body. It's not so much his face, but okay. It's whatever. It's his blank. Yeah. Um, He's like in, in Olivia Newton-John and Xanadu when she pops into the TV screen and she's like, I'm right here, Sonny. No, it's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Um, but, um, but yeah, but here I am with these, you know, other guys. And the point is, I still, I'm still think about him. Like I, in order, I, yeah. Oh, that's I'm sorry. a problem. I that feel is like a that's problem. Bad. That is a problem. But I mean, what am I supposed to do? Just go, okay, I'm not going to think about him, and then maybe I just won't have an orgasm? Maybe I'll just be like, uh, all right, you're done. I'm going to go. Like, that seems... Dennis, I feel like they deserve my nut. They deserve your nut, I suppose, so... Not the one, not the Silver Lake kid. I mean, I drove all the... I'm already spending gas money. Yeah, he doesn't need it, but... but... The other ones... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's vulgar. This was a really vulgar podcast already. Well, it was like uh, Horse Hung Hispanics, part three. It really is like... I, I've got, I can't even tell you how much foreskin I have happening in my world right now. It is like... It's like eight a skin. foreskin. It's there's like a foreskin front. Skin. There's a foreskin system coming in from the east. <laughs> Actually, it's coming from the west. Mostly from the south. And yeah. Illegally crossing the border yeah. from, from the Jesus. south. Oh, goodness. Um, so what about you, Dennis? Um, Any foreskin in your life? <laughs> no, none. None at all. I was going to maybe have a coffee thing with this guy, but he he had this thing and he could, had to cancel it. So Something happened with one of his fuck buddies? Probably. He had a fuck buddy yeah. yeah, he probably did. So, But he was kind of, he's sort of keen on me, so I'm going to let him pick up the slack because I'm not going to push, I'm not going to pursue it. Well, I think that's good, but why? Um, Again, I think it's good. I think that's because the right he's the one that has had the most energy about it, and he was at the mismatch. He was contestant at the mismatch game, and he had the most energy about it. And like today, we were gonna have coffee, and I call, picked up the phone and called him, and said, you know, do you want to have coffee? I still want to have coffee, and he's like, oh, I'm supposed to go to the screening. Let me see what time it's at. So he texted me around four and said, the screening's at six. So, but I didn't know what that meant. Does that mean you want to run and try to get coffee now? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So I, I'm like, I was going to text him. I was like, fuck it. Open the phone and call him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, I can't or whatever. And, and uh, then I'm doing this thing. I mean, I'm working on this thing. But um, after, you know, sometime next week, I'll be free and we can go. And I said, okay, then call me or whatever. But I don't want to pursue that because, A, I'm not that into it. And, B, I can't take another failure or another, like, uh, I can't take another. Disappointment. Yeah, can't take it. So I'm going to be for someone that I'm not that into. Do you know what I mean? Like you could be into, but you're not yet because there hasn't even been a date yet. Yeah, and I'm not. It's not like, oh, he's, you know, so beautiful or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's not like (laughs) somebody that I'm super into. Right. Okay. No, I think that no. a little if you're gonna, distance is healthy. Yeah, especially if they're going to like kind of hit you up on Facebook. And if they're the one that's doing the energy, then Ugh, Facebook. Then, um, then yeah, then I'm, I'm going to play hard to get. Because, you know, it's, it's not um, 
I'm not that into the idea of dating right now because I want to get my career going and figure out how I'm going to make a living and stuff like that. It, I, like the idea of going on dates, I, I'm not because opposed you, to it, but it doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound. Do you feel less proud of yourself? Yes. And therefore. Yes. Less yeah. attractive. Less. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I feel that same way. I'm like my, this. I, you know, I don't, you know, we can either fuck her or you can hold me while I cry. What sounds... Well, Dennis, see, this is how I know you haven't dated in a while. You can do both. <laughs> and if you start early enough in the evening... You can do why, it with more than one person. That's why I like my dates to start around six or seven. Because there's time for some fucking and some crying. Or cry, fuck, cry <laughs> is how I generally... And you know what? You can also cry on the way back home from Silver Lake. Don't rule that out. You can, or from Downey, when you're driving back from Downey, when you didn't sit on that dick, you can certainly have, this you could shed dick. a tear. You could shed a tear in the car on the way back. Downey's yeah. a long drive. You got like 40 minutes. So you, you could, could cry. Be dry. You could be dry by the time you, you get. You could to- cry, pull over, jerk off, and then cry again. Hypothetically, I, on the fire. I don't know if this is tears or. <laughs> it could be else. tears or pre yeah. no. Either way. So I'm no, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm not that excited about the idea of dating because I want to be, I want to, I got to get my shit together. Well, and there's some things that are like brewing, and um, met with a manager today um, about right of literary manager. Um, oh, I thought you meant like a job at the Gap. No, but like that's you, you apply. I met, that's I met a really nice manager. And uh, um, at El Pollo Loco today. Yeah, and uh, he thinks they might have some shifts for me. I would be a really good chicken flipper. I would. Well, I'm <laughs> starting to explore all that stuff. Um, but this manager is somebody that had been I'd been referred to, um, and I haven't sat down and met with him. We're going to talk next week, but he's driving to New Orleans and he's going to listen to the audiobook of Screening Party while he Great. goes. So that was very smart of me to go. Are you driving? And took I took that down there. But um, I've been working on he this. Shouldn't email. listen to the podcasts, by the way. I didn't tell him. Do not. Tell him about <laughs> that them. is a wow. That's a yeah. job loser right there. Um, but I, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I've been working on this email that I'm going to send to a bunch of people. Yeah. Basically saying, you know. We talked about this. There's two versions. There's the begging version, which yeah. you don't really send out. So I've worked on the one that's good and we run it past my career coach. And, that's good. Yeah. So I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it out to like, I'm going to pick some like prime people and not do a whole big thing at once, but see how it goes. That's fantastic. I know. Also, speaking of making uh, emails and flyers, I uh, made my flyers for my one man show. I saw that. That Tony's is coming. Triple a, I shit my it's pants. coming a December sixth. If you're going to be in the I LA area, December sixth, eight I'm make p.m. Sure I do anything. Tony Tripoli. I shit my pants. <laughs> An evening of sophisticated theater. I love it. I think it's great. And that's going to be at the Celebration Theater. You can find out information at TonyTripoli.com. I think it's great. Um, and you can always email us at thecomedycouch at gmail.com. Yes. I I'll didn't do any. No, but I just want to get this in here. I yeah. didn't pull any reader, any yeah. uh, viewer mail this time because I know we did that like the last two podcasts. Yeah. So I wanted to spread it out. It'll be fresh. They want things yeah, fresh. you know, but um, uh, we really wanted to get this podcast um, up and going for you yeah for sure and what was the other thing all you 250 you bastards i'm still so mad that that's how many i really thought we had more subscribers and more pod listeners than that i was i thought it was a big number but i my expectations are really not high for anything so um it sounded like a lot considering we don't have any marketing and 
I know, yeah. but I expect these people to be telling other people, hey, there's this really funny podcast, not yeah. this one, but most of them yeah. are really funny, and, and you should listen to these two guys. This is like a fucking auditions for Menudo, this podcast, you know? Yeah, there's a... The point is, I probably will be learning Spanish pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, it's pretty good. Which will be handy. You can put little stickers on When I'm working at things. El Pollo Loco, I'm yeah, going to need exactly. to be able to speak Spanish anyway. Um, now, what was this? You pulled something from a magazine oh, or something? Oh, I'm, I'm going to wanted... share it with you. Yeah. Um, but first, I have some kind of good news. Oh, wait I a minute. I sent um, three chapters of a new book to my um, original publisher, Rob yes, Weisbach, who is such a fan of yours. now um, a manager, and um, he loved them. And he had some concerns, which are my concerns, too. I got a lot to figure out. But um, I was supposed to talk to him today about that and see if where we are business-wise, wow. if, if I could somehow – how far am I away from trying to get a deal with it? Or is yeah. it – because when I met with him in New York, he said that you don't um, – that he had a couple of places he thought he might be able to go with something right. like this. Um, but So I'm going to see if I can thread that needle. But uh, I feel good about them and – so that's that. So he was supposed to. We we're supposed to talk today, but he forgot, uh, and he was busy. And yeah, so yeah, gonna, yeah. We're going to talk on Monday. Hey, I'm so. With but that. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that could be something. So I'll take that note, Connie. I'll take that note. So oh, uh, here's what this is about. Um, I watched. I'm writing this little article for MSNBC.com about which is personal ads between the two Twilight guys. Post not between them, but as if each one posted a personal ad. Meaning uh, like, Taylor Lautner and Robert Pattinson. Yeah, and their character, their as their characters. Oh, okay, as Jacob so one, the Wolf and, and Edward the Vampire. Right. You know, one of them works on cars and likes, you know, whatever. And um, so I watched Twilight the other day, and it's not very good. It's terrible. It's terrible. You know, I have it right down there from oh, Betty. Oh, I did not know you had it from Betty. It's bad, and she's so boring. She's really – it's like, who's putting her in a movie? It's so no, weird. she's bad. You really don't – I really don't like that character. I don't like that character. I don't like that girl. You know, so – And I'm just, he's doing a thing, which at least you go, okay, he's, he's he something. sticks to it. Yeah, yeah. Her, um, she was the big problem for me. Yeah, and that wig on Taylor Lautner is really, really dumb. Yeah, too. but I kind of liked him. Like, I liked his energy. And... He's just trying so hard. Yeah, he's super, super likable. And I can't believe he's only 17 years old. Yeah. So, uh, but, man, I wanted to get into it, and I didn't like it at all. I thought it was lame. And, yeah, um, they say that the next one's going to be a lot better, but, you know, I'm And I thought that clown white makeup on them was it's crazy. Silly. Like, I thought... Are they supposed to look – because you, I think the idea is you're supposed to look at them and go, there's something about his skin. He's, right. But it's, it's like, oh, no, you're wearing clown white. Right. Number exactly. 17. With glitter on it. At, from Leroy. You, know, you like, look like Lady Gaga. Yeah. It looks like weird makeup. But um, here's something interesting I read in Esquire, and I want to share it. It's very smart. What's really going on with all these vampires – I'm just going to read a little bit um, – Forget everything you've read about vampires so far. The current blood-sucking trend achieving maximum ferocity this month with the release of Twilight isn't about the outsiders or immigrants or religion or even AIDS, as critics and bloggers have argued ad nauseum these past few months. There's a much better, simpler, more obvious explanation. Vampires have overwhelmed pop culture because young straight women want to have sex with gay men. Not all young straight women, of course, but many. And then, it, and then Yeah, um, totally. totally. I'm on board. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Um, Edward, the romantic hero of the Twilight series, is a sweet, screwed-up high school kid, and at the beginning of his relationship with Bella, she is attracted to him because he is strange, beautiful, and seemingly repulsed by her. This exact scenario happened several times in my high school, between straight girls and the gay guys who either hadn't figured it out they were gay or were still in the closet. 
Twilight's fantasy is that the gorgeous gay guy can be your boyfriend. And for the slightly awkward teenage girls who consume the books and movies, that's the clincher. Yeah. And the 50-year-old women that are their moms. Yeah, totally. That still have special feelings for that aerobics teacher. Right. That they haven't seen in 10 years. Right. That all through the 90s, they were at that aerobics class every Thursday night. Yes. Wishing and hoping that they would leave their boring lives and run away with fabulous gay Rick. And they don't have to fuck. They don't even care. Yeah. Or, yeah, I totally get that that's what vampires are. Yeah. Vampires are always gay guys that women can actually have. Yes. They, they have be, all the fabulous. They'll be your boyfriend. They have a cape. They're stylish. And fabulous hair. And they kind of got that crazy and they, hair. And they have a lot of they're needs sensitive. and do things. Yeah, they have a lot of rituals. Sort of tormented and they have a right. secret. But yet they also get in bed with you and they hold you. Yes. And yeah, totally. Isn't that interesting? I thought that was really interesting. You know what I think is super, super not interesting? What? Those goddamn old Navy mannequins that won't stop talking on those commercials. <laughs> to me, they, I hate they that represent. Campaign. They represent, oh, couldn't afford actors. No, Cost that's um, straight people. That represents straight men that women really did marry. Yeah. They're the opposite of right. vampires. I can see that. Um, I hate those commercials so much, and they just keep coming. Yeah, they Can keep they not coming. bring back Morgan Fairchild? Oh, remember that? They can't that. bring back the Jeffersons. They used to be campy. Yes. They were campy, and they're and not campy fun. anymore. Yeah. Um, I. What about Oprah and Ellen? Ellen on the Oprah show, it was a bit too much. Well, I, A, didn't watch it, and okay. B, have opinions about it. Okay, good. So that's one um, of the thing that's that's really one of the things about me that's really great, is I don't need a lot of information <laughs> to form opinions. I can just come right out with some opinions. So. Um, I thought that... Ellen, you know, they showed the wedding video and Portia was there. And it's just, I think Ellen's a trailblazer. I think she's talented and all that stuff. She's a little too happy for me. She's had too many good things. Like, I can't take it. Oh, I've got a few extra hours on the week when I'm not making millions off my cover right. girl out of my TV show. I Maybe I could be a judge on the most popular show on television right like it's just too much we'll have to juggle some things but i think we can work it yeah but and do her you and resent, oprah together do you I resent don't know. her more than taylor swift who's 19 and having the fucking best life in the whole world because at least ellen maybe has earned it and paid some dues and been through some fire i'm just throwing that no, out no i don't i don't like, i do you can't deny that, more than taylor swift you can't doesn't deny that Taylor Swift, talented though she is, yeah. has really fallen in the fucking luckiest quicksand in the world. Because now, but I now she's, she's a television done, she's, star, and she's, she's tapped into something though. That, I think that she's is wonderful. she's communicate. She connects with people, and I bet the real Taylor is not that different than the one we get in the music and the. Well, and I feel like that, Ellen might the be thing different. with the Ellen and Oprah. What I felt would have been a really interesting hour was these two women who are both at the top of their industries, hugely respected, incredibly philanthropic, bajillionaires beyond description, but who are both known as being accessible, friendly, all-American, every woman, and in spite of being lesbian or black, or possibly a black lesbian. Lesbian. (laughs) Allegedly, you know, (laughs) people say. I don't think it's true, but whatever. African or lesbian. Um, And... The conversation I wanted them to have is we wouldn't have made it to this these kinds of heights if we also weren't able to be 
ballbusters and bitches and sharks when it was appropriate and when it was necessary. And yet we all hear the stories about Oprah being mean behind the scenes. There's countless stories about Ellen being not nearly as nice as she acts on camera. And I would have liked these two women to kind of own up to it and really ultimately say, and men are expected to have that side to their persona. Why are we not allowed? Why does it have to be something that's never talked about? Because I kind of feel like both Ellen and Oprah are entitled to be proud of some of the savvy business deals they've made and some of the ball busting and the tough decisions. And I had to let that person go out of my organization. Right. Like that's what, that's the conversation I would like these two women to have with one another because they would both understand it. And I think it would have made them both more likable. I think it would have worked for them, not against them, but yeah, th- neither it's one of them is ever going to do that. There was something about it. Like, you know, those kids I fucked, right. That we've talked about. Oh yes. Time. I think Ellen saved them. Uh, and that's why so many wonderful so things. So when they were back, to... when they were in the the clinic, yeah. having their buttholes sewn back right. to child Ellen size, read after to you them. Had ripped them. Oh, she read really. She read to them and did everything. And so she had a couple she bad years after the coming out, and then it was just a gravy train. Wow. I don't know why I her happiness is too much for me. Well, why is that? I no, I understand. I have it. I hit on something today that I think might be true about her, and I have no proof about this at all. We don't need proof on the comedy couch. And I, and I feel guilty for even saying it, but it's such a vivid image for me. You know how you feel like some artists are real champions for other artists and mm-hmm. other people struggling right. comics. Or right. the comic that's really nice to all the other comics or the whatever. I feel that Ellen broke through and made, you know, got this second chance and pulled the ladder up with her. Well, I feel like most... Uh, people that are sort of pioneers or have done that are sort of the first to achieve something right are less likely to help those behind them i do right but i feel like yeah i feel like she was and like, that might I not really even be true of her odds. but i feel like it gee, i'm not taking any fucking chances you know what well, i mean I, yeah. I had it and they took it away and i got it back and i'm fucking pulling the ladder up you know, so I'm mm. nice to the fans and the sure, sure, sure. kid with cancer from Make a Wish. Right. But, um, you know what I mean? That friend that I always thought was really funny. Good luck. Right. Maybe. Maybe I can get her a PA job on a different show. But not, yeah, but I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I don't know I, where I got that from. The Oprah that I But Rosie, really... I didn't think was that way. I felt like Rosie was kind of a... I mean, I could be wrong about that. Well, I think that one of the things that led to Rosie's, I don't know if you could call it a downfall, but I think one of the things that caused her so much unhappiness was she hires so many people that she has a personal friendship and relationship with. Right, and she's loyal as loyal can be. Then she she makes everything personal when it shouldn't be, and then she feels betrayed. Right. When it's, well, I'm doing my job... And sometimes my job is to say no to you and here's right. what, you know what I mean? Like I, that's my gut feeling about right. Rosie is that she wants everything to be a big family, but then she can't differentiate between but that. Business. But then there's, there's problems that come with that. Right. But there's also, I think great things about it. Oh, there are people things. like when I was working on big, a sketch show that had been working with her forever. And you know what I mean? Sure. Like, you know, um, so I don't know where I got that from. What about this Oprah? Did you see the woman who had her face eaten off no, by a monkey? No, but they were talking about it on Frank DiCaro this morning. It's the most unbelievable, clownish, fake, freak 
nose and like she literally has a veil on and oprah says would you please lift the veil and you know and obviously they've discussed this and then she lifts the veil and you go where was that voice coming from because she kind of has there's kind of a hole in the center of her head face area but you literally like you can't call it a mouth by any stretch it is really it was some that's some bone chilling shit what right was there. the overall impact on you watching the show well you, again did i didn't really watch the whole show i've only seen clips right um but you yeah it, you look i mean you just go the fact that this woman can ever well first of all she lives in the hospital literally lives in the hospital so but the fact that she can show her face ever and have any kind of a life and she you know and she wasn't it wasn't even her monkey she was just like visit it's fucking bullshit it's just crazy but um i will encourage people to tivo my monkey baby on tlc speaking of monkeys it is one of the funniest hours you could ever spend uh speaking of hour we're getting really really i know i just want to say one one thing Carrie Prejean is the worst human being. She's a beautiful asshole. And there's no shortage of them in 2009. She is unbelievable. She's a beautiful asshole. Right. Right? She, I mean, isn't that... It, she's a huge asshole. Right. Like... She's a despicable human. And did you see the Larry King with unbelievable. her? Unbelievable. Like, it, yeah, it's, yeah. She's astonishing... She's a dick. She's entitled. And the thing about her that I really resent is I think she totally gets it. It's not that she just don't get it. She totally gets it. And she's thinks gambling. she's going to be able to beat the system. She thinks and she's, she is. She's gambling that it somehow she'll there land There are enough in right-wing people that are going to just blindly support yeah. her and buy into her nonsense. But if she were sitting on the floor and there was a turd next to her, I would gravitate toward the turd. Well, I think she's horrible. She really is. Yeah. She's disgusting. You know who I love? Who? Tabitha Coffee. Tabitha from Tabitha Salon Makeover. Yeah. Salon Takeover. I want to be her friend. I yeah. think we would love one another. You probably would. I enjoy She wouldn't her. pull the ladder up. She wouldn't pull no. the ladder up. I love her and I love she her capes. She would say this ladder's tacky and you need to fix I it. I love her eyebrows where yeah. she's had them put now. <laughs> I love them there. I really yeah. love it. All right, we have to go. Please send us. What should an email we call this episode? Fucking at... and crying. <laughs> fucking and crying. There's there's always room for fucking and crying and Jello. I think the three things there's always room for. Um, please send us an email at thecomedycouch at gmail dot com and check out our sponsors. Vanitymark dot com. Yeah. Maker of Doctor Kiss. Mm, good stuff. And Clean George. All right, that's it. That was really fun. Thank you for listening. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.